The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. right London. that is right yes welcome to the ratchet ramblers podcast presented to you by the cspn happy holidays niggas i'm one third of your host but one half for today i am jeremy aka black dante on twitter aka niggamore aka um they can't keep a good podcast down, a.k.a. you Nognogs on the internet have been wilding, and I want you to stop. Please leave us alone. And I'm joined by my friend and my co-host and the queen of Ratchetary. Hello, everybody. It is Candice, a.k.a. Twitter suspended my account because I said that Nevadius was the ghetto bitches that he hates. Um, but no, I'm I'm still on Twitter. You can find me on Not So Newlywed PC. Um, but I'm kind of enjoying, kind of taking a a break from Twitter. To be truthfully honest, uh, I mean, it ain't like you missing shit. Curtis is still adulting and settling into life at in Seattle. We are proud of you, friend. We love you. We can't wait to have you back on the show. Um. But that aside, um, don't forget to go and check out the CSPN Patreon. Uh, I just sent in some exclusive content where I did a ratchet recap as I uh, live watched uh, Married to Medicine. The the reunion part one, I do not think you will be disappointed because a lot of that shit was catching me off guard and you could tell (laughs) by the way that I was talking. So... Head on over to the Patreon, patreon.com backslash CSPN. Cost $3 to, um, you know, support support what we're doing over here at CSPN. Um, but you can always, you know, contribute more. Um, I'm not here to tell you how to spend your coins, but I will say that $3 a month to hear some of your favorite shows and, and you know, outside of the shows, you can't really beat that. So go check it out. Um, I'm going to kick it back to Jeremy because we have some new, we have a new review and hopefully it's not a one-star woe because that's, that's like a lump of coal in your stockings for the holiday. Correct. And you know, you don't need to be actually, you don't need to be actually like that. I mean, why, why would you, why would you do that, Sharon? Why? Why would you do that? Um, but yes, we do have a new review, a five-star review. I must've overlooked this shit, um, last week. Um, and please don't take offense to that. That's just me being a country nigga talking the way I talk. Let me through it. But um, I must have overlooked it because I was on my phone. And I don't know what it is about looking at reviews and shit um, for iTunes on your phone. Because sometimes they be skipping over it. And you got to like do it from your, from your laptop or your MacBook or whatever you're using to get all of it. Um, Apple, get that shit together. Please. Thank you so much. But... <clears throat> It is a five-star review from Sunshine Mad. This was we got received it back on November 9th. And it says, I love this show. Curtis, Candace, and Jeremy have gold. 
listen to them if you watch Ratchetary, which you know I will. I mean, hey. Hey. Well, we thank you. Yes, we thank you, thank you, thank you. Bringing us with some holiday joy to start off. Uh, to start off. So, um, yes, thank you, and be sure to leave us ratings and reviews. You can find us wherever you find podcasts. Just type in Ratchet Ramblings. Uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Ratchet Ramblings, on Facebook at Ratchet Ramblings, and on Twitter at Ratchet Rambling, and use the hashtag Ratchet Ramblings Pod when you're live listening. Or you just want to tweet the show so we can see what y'all got to say and get these jokes off about these people looking the fuck crazy on our TV screens or phone screens or however you watch this shit. So, with all of that said, we're just going to jump right into it. Um, We're going to jump into Growing Up Hip Hop Atlanta. And really, the only thing we really got to talk about is Bow Wow because, I mean... Yeah, it's... it's, Okay, so let me say this. Um, A lot of... It was the season finale. Yes. Um, I, I don't, I didn't dislike the season, but they put a lot of focus on Bow Wow this season um, yeah. and did not allow the other characters to shine through, which tells me one of two things. The other people on the show must not really have shit going on or they have gotten to like VH1, TI and Tiny status where they refusing to do a lot of the drama bullshit. Um, because we didn't see we saw very little with Ayana and her girlfriend. We saw very little with uh JD's daughter. Um yeah, we it, it wasn't much going on. And so it's probably a combination of both. Yes, it probably is. And so since what we had to work with was Bow Wow, then that's what we're gonna do. Um, Kiyomi, I have a strong dislike in my heart for you because <laughs> you put me in a position where I feel like Bow Wow was in the right this time. Um, you know, this is the second time that this, this done happened on this goddamn show. I don't like it. Don't like it. One bit. Do not like it. Can I stand it? Right? Anytime we got to defend Bow Wow, hey, it reminds me of that damn, uh, you know that gif of that, uh, that boy at the table and then he got his hand his hand on his uh, his head on his hand and then he just, just throw shit and just have a fit. That's how we be every time we got to defend Bow Wow. Right. <laughs> Yep. Well, so, yes. Um, the episode before the finale, Kiyomi says she left uh, the Brat's party because Bow Wow was drunk, obnoxious, belligerent, overly aggressive. This, that, and the third. Then we see Bow Wow going off, police getting called, all this other shit. Fast forward to the season finale. Bow Wow was sitting down having a conversation with his mom, and his mom is like, "Bow Wow, you gotta let this relationship go. It's a." It's too yeah. much. You you can stand to lose everything. Go to jail, this, that, and the third. It's too much. Because if this is what you're doing publicly, what's what's the toxicity like privately? Right. Because I feel like the way he exploded in private, he I almost feel like he might get physically violent with her. Yeah. They're just two motherfuckers that don't need to be together. Don't need to be together. But what... Uh, what pissed me off was they rolled the footage back because Bow Wow said, I had two drinks. I had some Hennessy. And, and then one of those drinks was a half a shot. And so he was like, I wasn't drunk. He was like, I went to say goodbye to people. I look for Kiyomi. They tell me she left. I call her. Then they start playing some of the clip back. And she's like, Kiyomi's like, I left because 
you was ignoring me. You act like you didn't want me there. You was going to talk to all these other women and talk to all these other people and I'm not with it. So I just left and all this other stuff. And I'm just sitting here like you blatantly lied and say you left because he was drunk and belligerent. Right. They roll that footage back. He wasn't drunk. His even Bow Wow's mom was there. She was like, I was I was kind of monitoring your drinking because I was gonna step in if you was going overboard, which right. is another problem in and of itself. I'm giving you yeah. yeah, but I mean she know her son because I mean, even though we defend the Bow Wow, we're not gonna sit here and act like he don't be wild. But however, he wasn't right. in this situation. So he wasn't drunk and he wasn't belligerent, and she took him there because she was being jealous and insecure as usual. I, listen, then you used to really need to call her for the next season of Insecure. Because yeah. I'll be damned. And then um, Bow Wow, as he's talking with his mom, he, they both, you know, are talking. He says, you know what? I cannot do this. I need to let it go. You know, we even actively in therapy and it's still getting to this point. You know, she's not working on her insecurities. Because Bow Wow has continued to go to therapy. Let me say that. Bow Wow has continued to go to therapy outside of him and Kiyomi going, which again, I'm a little pissed. I got to give Bow Wow, um, not even <laughs> flowers, but I, I, I am happy to see that he has taken his mental health seriously. Which he needs to. Um, and, and that the therapy session that they showed, he was brought to tears and it made me realize how much of a childhood he did not have. And how fast he jumped off the porch and jumped into life. And so, uh, again, so Kiyomi is not doing her part to, to work on her while Bow Wow is doing his part. And so he just says, you know what? I'm done. Hands off. He unfollows her on social media, which brings me to this one thing. There was a rumor saying that Young M.A. stole Bow Wow's girl and all this, that, and the third. I know jokes can be great, funnier and greater than facts. But Bow Wow broke up with that girl. <laughs> yeah. um, he walked nah. away from the relationship. As we see on social media, he tried to get her back. And it's probably best that he doesn't. But right. um, Bow Wow. I ain't going to lie. We, we, we made that joke on this show. But, you know, we, it's a time where we have jokes and it's a time where we have facts. Yeah. Um, yep. But I don't I'll shoot. I don't know. He he might get her back because we know how young it may move through these girls. So I don't know. Mm. Cause you know young and may keep them. Cause I think I I just saw on uh Twitter last night where young and may were hooked up with some other girl. And I was like, hmm. So you we know young and may know how to know how to get them. So I don't know. Mm. Mm. Well, that's all I really have for that. I mean, I, I look forward to next season. Um, Little Mama is doing gospel. Um, what she I, I, Yeah, she's she's doing like some gospel music, which is wasn't a bad look on her when she got in the studio. She just said she's at a place in her life where um, she is so open spiritually that she rather focus her energy there versus being split between you know rapping about shit that she is not really engaged in and then the gospel and being on her spiritual journey with god and her faith and all that kind of stuff um uh, so that's a good look for her good for her i like little mama on the show i hope she comes back and yeah. what's so weird to me is that of all the people on the show 
that Deb could work with. She keeps working with nobodies versus somebody who you know um, can have a run in the industry because she's had one before. Like instead of talking shit to Little Mama about that Jay Z MTV award shit, she should have been trying to work with Little Mama. Well, we know Dale don't make the best decisions. I mean, look at them wigs, so, you know. That's true. I mean, hmm. well, good luck, little mama. Good luck. Good luck. Uh, so speaking of good luck, let's uh, mosey on in into love and hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Mm. Like, Yandy, you keep making it really hard to like you. Because First of all, let me say keep... this. Let me, let me say this. I cannot. I, I listen. I know I don't said it before, but I I can't help but say it because of the internet. I cannot unsee Yandy as anything other than the hormone monster. Yeah, I, I, it, it is impossible, and especially with the way that she wear her hair on purpose, I can't unsee it. I can't unsee it. But continue, continue. Yeah. So she keeps trying to broker this peace to between. I don't, don't know. Don't it be the messiest motherfuckers always trying to be peacemakers? Uh, mm. uh, like, if Jonathan and, and Juju and Anais is not fucking with each other, just leave it at that. At 40 years old, you do not be need, you don't need to try to play keys, peacekeeper with your friends, bitch. We are too old. You are too ugly. You got too many bundles, too many teeth, <laughs> too many issues. Your own relationship is in shambles. Yeah, you, you don't even get along with your, your your fake husbands, baby mamas. Like you're the last person need to be trying to broker peace between people because your life is not at fucking peace, bitch. Well, not every, only. Well, every, not like, only hold on, let me finish dragging this bitch. Every relationship that you have with people goes to shit, Yandy. You done been into it with Juju. You into it with Kim Bella. You you into it with your with your stepkids' moms. You ain't really married to your husband. He your husband, unhusband, husband, unhusband, baby father, jailbird. Like <laughs> you, was, you was into it with your your husband, non-husband's mother last season. Like, bitch. No, you the last <laughs> motherfucker need to be trying to play Iyala. Bitch, get your shit in order. Yandy fix my bundles. <laughs> Yandy fix my teeth. Like, who the fuck is you, you wide smile having bitch? <laughs> bitch, you look like the uh you look like that cat from Alice in Wonderland. You know what I'm no. talking about? The striped uh, one. Hey, you <laughs> The bitch, that's who you look like. And I just no. Mind your mind your business. Pay the mind the business that pays you, Yandy. Because you're not doing a good job at all. Every time you get involved, there's more drama. And Anais is a snake. I don't care if we fall out. Jeremy, if you and I fall out tomorrow, I'm not going to somebody that doesn't like you to be like, ooh, girl. Now, you ain't heard this from me, but uh, Jeremy said, like, what the fuck are you doing? Yo. I don't agree with anything Jonathan is doing, but that is very fucking trash. Yo, the part that killed me was she went to Juju spilling tea, but then said, I ain't no snitch. Girl, then what the fuck was the purpose? What the fuck was the purpose of you even bringing it up? I will say this, though. I will say this to add on to your rant. The fact that Yandy <clears throat> decided to be peacemaker 
and the two people that she was being messing between hashed the shit out anyway, or at least attempted to hash the shit out anyway. Whereas, yeah, you could have just shut the fuck up. <laughs> they were gonna have that. Juju and Jonathan were gonna have that conversation regardless. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> but um, also speaking of Anais, uh, now that I got a good look at Anais, because I know we talked about her not looking worse after losing weight last uh, episode. But I ain't really get a good look at, at Anais because I don't really pay attention to her that much. But now that I got a good look at her, uh, hmm. Anais deserves all the hell she's enduring because she does too fucking much and she doesn't treat people well in her life. And if we go back to even last season, that shit with Ruben, nothing Ruben did warranted Anais cheating with a motherfucker that Ruben was paying to help her with her career. Rich was getting paid to fuck Anais. What a life it must be. I know, right? Mm. When you sit back and think about it, she shouldn't even still have her marriage. That is so fucking trifling. That's why I said last episode, <laughs> God bless Ruben. I'm praying for Ruben. That's this why I said was that. cheating with the help, and the help was still getting paid. Hey. <laughs> hey, now that you said that, just think, look, Look at it like this. Rich was getting paid the fuck out of the fuck out of East, and the nigga who was taking insulin shot, he was getting paid. He was, he was using that money for his damn insulin shot. That nigga was getting was getting paid the fuck off for his health. Hey man, talk about Medicaid. Because <laughs> the bitch is one hundred and five. Hey, I can't even lie, Rich. Hey, Rich played that beautifully. I can't even front. I ain't saying that right, but goddamn it, if the shit, if the shit worth for money, motherfucker gonna fuck her there, go on using that butter to go get his goddamn, uh, his goddamn insulin shots and shit. You know what, Rich? You you crafty motherfucker. I don't even hold you. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I just but, uh, fuck her. I mean, every every bad thing that comes to Anais she deserves you can't get your career up and running you can't do this you can't do that uh, all of it Suffer it would have been one thing it would have been one thing um if she would have just left it alone but her going to juju and again being yeah, a snake because she and you know what's so crazy you went to juju and you don't really like that girl you don't really like yandy when yandy did that mission trip last season you was ready to beat her the fuck up and all this other stuff you don't rock with them girls so why is you sitting up acting like you do because you mad at jonathan you right. was mad at them hoes because you thought they was trying to take your friend away from you right you fucking you fuck you more than a snitch bitch you are a whole ass snake she you look like one too. Scum. Yo, remember re, you, you remember that um remember that snake from Naruto that Orochimaru or something? Oh yeah. Tell yeah. me she don't look like tell me she don't look like him. <laughs> she she <laughs> definitely do look like Orochimaru's old homoerotic self. Orochimaru Orochi had a hard on for Sasuke. Nigga used Let to be anything. Sasuke ka. <laughs> 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 I can't stand you. But to me, Anais looked like the jazz, uh, the jazz artist Boney James. Go Google that when y'all get a chance, and then come back and discuss. But um, <clears throat> that whole shit is a mess. Like it is. Oh, uh, what? Speaking of a mess, uh, listen, look, listen. 
Speaking of messy, let's just stick to the mess. Uh, Kyan showed up to that goddamn uh function to be messy. Uh, she she's very hurt. She is. She, but she has a reason to be. Let me say, say that. I didn't know what caused her and jo- uh, what's the nigga name? Jacque. Jacque. Yeah. I don't know what had caused her and Jacque breakup. I just saw the shit where she was calling him gay and accusing him of messing with trans women and calling him all kind of f bombs and all this kind of stuff. Right. Which is which, still which is trash. Right. You are very trash, bitch. Um, but she said that. Jaque came to her birthday party, brought her all kind of gifts, roses, this, that, and the third, left, and then went and cheated on her. Yeah. And then they ended up on social media, right. which is why they broke up, which is a valid reason for breaking up. Correct. You And let me say this. I'm not going to say she can't be bitter because sometimes you got to be bitter for a minute. When a motherfucker really overstep their bounds and play you like you pussy, you got you could be bitter for a minute, you could be angry, you could do all this that and the third. However, all that uh all that homophobia and shit, nope. Never right. you still trash Um, but that shit she doing with Jaque and uh Safari. Safari, it's it's petty, but it's funny because Safari is so corny and weak-minded that he falls for anything. Yes. Absolutely, because I don't. Because honestly, I don't even believe Jacquey said. I don't this. believe Jacquey said. It. I believe, I believe Cayenne said it. Yep. And Jacquey laughed instead yep. of correcting. Yep. Yep. Because nothing about Cayenne's behavior this season or last season leads me to believe that she ain't say that shit. Because th- 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 since we got introduced to her, she be on that shit. She do the fucking most. So it wouldn't surprise me if she said it like you said, and Jacquey laughed. And then be like, yo, that's my man's, you know, don't do that. And she using that as um, ammunition because she mad at Jacoy. Wouldn't even surprise me if that's the case. But like you said, Safari so goddamn insecure and corny and weak-minded that he going to believe the shit. Hey, he brought that shit to Jacoy. Jacoy was like, man, I ain't studying that shit at my goddamn gala. Yeah, Jacoy was not giving it no energy. Notice how... Um... Naya Lee didn't say nothing about the shit or saying because they know that shit sounded bogus. Yep. Like, nah. and the crazy part is the way Safari moved. Joe said this shit um in the first episode. The way Safari moved, it I mean, it would you can't help but to wonder if the shit was a was like an insurance scam. Cause the nigga got robbed and literally less than a week later went and rebought all the same fucking jury over again. That's not weird to you. It's a new nigga shit. I'll say that. Like, that motherfucker didn't even let the insurance check come in the mail first before he was doing dumb shit. At the very least, you should have just waited. Niggas just robbed you. You think niggas won't rob you again if he really got robbed? Because that's a little funny to me. You're not going to take half a million jewels off of me and then I'm about to go spend another half a million just like that. I, I, you know, and it's... You know, it, it, it pained me to agree with Joe Budden. But <laughs> I don't think it was fake, but I do agree with Joe. It's like he, he moved in a way that gives niggas reason to doubt him, and he don't see it. Yeah, he moved in a manner that make you want to rob him. I'll the, say that. Yeah, he's a robbable nigga. He's very robbable. He's a robber. <laughs> so, We're we going to speaking, hell. But <laughs> speaking of, um, because you know, Mano don't dislike Safari, but he don't 
like Safari. He said Safari need to pick a lane and stay in it. He Without like either you gonna be one of those I'm I I fuck with shooters, shooters fuck with me. I'm a nigga in these streets. Or you gonna be the nigga that's getting on the radio crying, talking about they could have killed you for your jury. He like either you a civilian or you a soldier. You can't keep straddling the fence and shit. That's weak. Uh, Mano's girlfriend clearly a soldier because that <laughs> that bitch been <laughs> acting like she was a POW uh, since she <laughs> caught that little bullet to her leg or whatever. <laughs> listen, I uh, listen. I saw when uh, when they was at that beach and Yan in the pool and she showed Yan that scar. I was like, girl, do you got a tumor? Like, what bullet you got shot with? Was it a halo grenade launcher or some shit? That's not big than a motherfucker. Let me say this. I ain't never been shot. I ain't never been shot at. So I ain't gonna say how I would or would not react. With that said, it's true. I get it, but I be damn she ain't putting a lot of sauce on it. Yeah. I be, I be damn. Um, to me, okay, let me say this. I'm not here to diminish her, her pain and her strife and her dealing with this. Um, but she's acting like she was targeted and like this was some type of massacre. Um, she was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, she's alive to tell about it, talk about it. Um, I'm not going to stop living my life uh over some bullshit. Yeah. Even uh, her brother um her br- shout out to her brother. You know what I feel like when we were talking about uh, growing up hip hop and uh Bow Wow and stuff. I feel like Ma- what's her name? Maggie? Ain't her name yeah. Maggie? Yeah. I feel like Maggie hasn't gone to therapy about the shit. I don't know if they said it in the episode, but I feel like she hasn't really done the work to try to move past it. I could be wrong, and like I said, they might have said it on the show, and I might have overlooked it, but I don't think she... Because, I mean, like I said, listen, nigga, I get shot at. I ain't finna stop my life, but I ain't finna sit here and lie like I wouldn't be shook for a minute. Accident or not, targeted or not. But there are steps and ways that you can move past it, and um, I ain't mean to cut you off when you started, but uh, shout out to Mano for uh, being... A supportive, a supportive man and shit. Like he ain't just saying like, "Bitch, get over it." Like we would, like we would know some niggas to to be. I like Mano. I like Mano. Yeah, so, I don't. Yeah, I like Mano, and and I like that he uh he did it in a way that wouldn't further traumatize her. He made sure like the the spot was empty so right. she could go in and process it. He ain't take her to a packed club or no right. shit like that. He he did it in a way where it's like, look, ma. <laughs> Uh, let's start to move past this. Yeah. Well, let's get your shit together. He's a supportive hood nigga, which is which is you know. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know. speaking speaking of Joe, uh, Joe Button, he and Sin got engaged over the the weekend. Congrats to them. I know a lot of people hate Joe Button, uh, <clears throat> but it's clear he's been doing the work to be a better man. Uh, so, congrats to them. Saying always keep one eye open, baby. You never, <laughs> you never mean, know when a nigga gonna start doing crack again. Well, well, let's. Never mind. I was gonna be a piece of shit. Never mind. Uh, 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 <laughs> you know we I was going. Uh, we <laughs> normally we would cover Real Housewives, but we're not gonna cover it this week. Uh, we may throw it into the Patreon, or we may. 
bring it back uh, for the end of the year show. Not sure yet, but this week we're not covering it. We're about to move on over to Black Ink. Because uh, Real Housewives haven't been giving us the drama that we really want. So we're going to give them a minute to really get into the bullshit. But Black Ink, they into the bullshit. They, they are full force head on into the bullshit. Uh, so let, let me... Uh... So let me say this. I don't know. I, so Black Ink started off where they left off last episode. Let me say this. I don't know what it is because this is like the past two episodes in a row where C's has been lying on Donna. Now we dragged Donna and rightfully so because she is a bozo. But the way C's been lying on her and Alex to justify his bullshit with them. Gotta say, it's really disgusting. It's really disgusting. Because C's open episode talking about <clears throat> what the fuck was wrong with Donna and Alice. They got what they deserved. They came in talking shit to me. Nigga, no, they didn't. They ain't say one motherfucking word to you. Well, they, well, Donna did, but it wasn't starting no shit. She was like, let's be cordial. We here for Bay. How you doing? Let's focus on the positive and festivities. You, Caesar, your black lip bitch, you started all that shit. You antagonized both of them and Lying on Alice talking about Alice was smirking at you like, yeah, yeah, nigga. He ain't do none of that shit. You and Teddy just want to be two pieces of bitches and weak-ass niggas and jump that man for no fucking reason and then wonder why you got all this hell in your goddamn damn like Caesar, your big loads, lying-ass bitch. You move like a bitch, Caesar. I want to say that from the bottom of my soul. If you ever happen to listen to this podcast, which you probably won't, but you should so you can get this dragon and be a better human, your big look, your goddamn... Uh, your your burnt your burnt pumpernickel looking bitch, stop lying, stop lying, Caesar, <laughs> stop lying. You want you want to smoke with Alex for whatever fucking reason because you're a lying piece of shit. Okay, cool. You you were too weak to fight a man up because you know any nigga that's dealing with PTSD from his dad beating his ass is probably a motherfucker you don't want to smoke with. So you had Teddy fat ass jumping, and he still beat both of y'all asses. Fuck you, Caesar. Fuck you, and you can go to hell. Okay, I'm done. Uh, and on that note, uh, this has been Ratchet Ramblings. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> After dragging like that, we could just end it right here. <laughs> um, I, I like, I don't have any respect for Caesar. I don't like the way he's moving. I agreed with his decision to fire Donna. Everything else after is really too fucking much. If right. that girl want to come around Young Bay and the other people, as long as it's not in yes in your place of business, you can't dictate that. And the fact that you are working so hard to dictate it and be mean and abusive to people that have nothing to do with it, you trash. You really right. fucking trash. He tra They played the um. They played the um. And the, you look the, like you look like if back acne was a person, it would be C's. C's look, just look like, like a big nasty pimple. The, the motherfucker looked like a pair of them old shoes that's way in the back of your granddaddy's closet that he tell you not to touch. That's what he looked like. Old big little bitch. But they showed the, I ain't gonna lie, they showed the clips of like Alex like showing his respect for C's and how C's done, you know, helped him when he was, you know, <clears throat> locked up and shit and all this shit and how Alex looked up to him and then for C's to do Alex like that like it's just it, it's 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 some bullshit. It's some it's some weak nigga shit. It's some coward shit. It's some fuck nigga shit. 
And that's why, you know, we don't give seeds too much on this show because, you know, just like in, just like a just like a straight man, you you give a nigga an inch, he gonna take a mile and be a fuck nigga. So fuck you, seeds. Um also Alex like the youngest on the cast, but he got the most sense. Cause after that shit, he was like, I love young Bay and all, and I wanna be there for, but with the way C's carried on and Teddy carried on, yeah, we're just not gonna be at the wedding. We just gonna we just gonna skip the wedding. We're just gonna skip it. I don't even want to be around that type of energy and shit. And I don't blame him because listen, that is better than me because I'll shoot them bitches. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, I've said too much. Um speaking of speaking of two pieces of bitch, um so Big Fish and VH1 are really trying to force Teddy and Tati being a thing down our throats. And I I I for one am tired. I don't know about you, friend, but I, for one, am tired of this shit. Boy, don't nobody give a fuck about you and Tati. Like, let it go. Why don't y'all go fuck like two wild boars on a hot summer day and leave the rest of us the fuck alone? We don't care. And I really feel like Big Fish only trying to push this because it's like a black man and a non-black woman because they never give re no relationship on that show has gotten as much attention since C's and Duchess. Duchess, yep. And these Shit. other people big is in fucking relationships. We and you don't like like we don't give a fuck about Teddy and Hati fucking go go fucking slop like nasty pigs typically do. We don't care. We don't care. Teddy with that fucking biggin. Fuck till you sweat the sharpie out your motherfucking head. We don't care. We don't care. Do not care. Truly do not give a fuck. You right. They ain't do none of this shit. Shit, they ain't do none of this shit when Tati and Scott were a thing. I mean, not Tati and Scott, Teddy and Scott. They ain't do, they ain't do none of this shit when Teddy and and uh Teddy and um uh, what's the girl what's the, the girl name with the bad weed? Uh the receptionist, the dumb broad that got fired. What's the name? Oh, Jada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They ain't they ain't we didn't do this. even know we didn't even know Jada was really uh was really uh fucking Teddy for real. We just found out once he started fucking Tati. Oh yeah, you you know what you're right, you're right, you're right. They flirted and remember Donna got mad, but but uh but Jada and Teddy denied that they ever fucked when Scott was beating uh Tati up and shit. And then come around this season, we found out they didn't fuck. Mm, yo, Tati done got her ass whooped by every, damn near every woman in that shop. It's <laughs> young baby. She, she, she got beat up by Sky. She got beat up by Jada. <laughs> like, damn, you just a bad, you just a bad news bitch, ain't you, Tati? Goddamn. Ooh. Mm. Well, when you do white womanry, I guess. You know. But yeah, Big Fish, y'all can go to hell. Because we really do not care. And you know, it's so, and shout out to Kitty for saying this to her confessionals. It is so funny to me that the most chauvinistic old wannabe player ass nigga is getting such a such spotlight for being a quote unquote good guy. Big fish fuck you. Cause I see what you're doing. I see I see what you're doing. If if Kitty can see it, I can see it too. You're trying to rebrand Teddy 
as not being the piece of shit that he's been over these past few seasons. Well, shit, I don't want to say past few seasons. Shit, damn this since the show started. I see what the fuck you're doing, Big Fish, and I just want to say, I see. We see here on Ratchet Ramblers what you're doing, and we want to say fuck you. Because there ain't no amount of rebranding you can do can erase footage, seasons, a Rolodex of Teddy being an old, old, old wannabe Donnell Jones-ass nigga. I, I wish somebody would sharpie in Teddy's eyeballs. <laughs> when I tell you, you get on my motherfucking nerves. Just take a sharpie and color his motherfucking eyeballs black so he can't see shit. Hey, like I'm really sick of this nigga being extra about this bitch. Like, you can like Tati. Ain't nothing, Tati's not ugly or no shit like that. She retarded, but she ain't ugly. Nobody got a problem with you being with Tati or liking Tati. What people don't fuck with is the fact that she, all these concessions are being made for somebody who doesn't deserve them just because you're fucking them. No, Tati Correct. was getting her ass beat when she first became the shop manager. So much so, so, excuse me, that she became the manager in training. Bitch got demoted to manager in training because she couldn't fight. But now all of a sudden, she she the VP of 113. How the fuck you just the VP of one show? Anyways, I'm not teasing doing shit to get under Donna's skin. Teddy allowing it to get under everybody else's skin. And it, it really is fucking ridiculous to me. Correct. But the with so hey. Hey, Scott, when Scott comes to turn up, she turns the fuck up. Listen, Scott, listen, that is one entertaining motherfucker. She crazy as a soup sandwich, but that is one entertaining motherfucker. This, this motherfucker came in a goddamn bikini and so what what motherfucker you know make an entrance into in New York City, the tri-state area, and a goddamn in the fall. I think that's when they take this shit. I think I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong, Candy. But I think I think they take this shit in the fall. But what motherfucker you know pull up to a goddamn a goddamn mansion or wherever the fuck they was in the tri-state area and some fucking fur, some pumps, and a goddamn bikini with a suitcase and look, Scott, what the fuck? That is one crazy motherfucker. She show up, throw the goddamn suitcase. It's like. What's up, bitches? Y'all bitches couldn't. Y'all bitches came to this uh, wedding, but you couldn't come to my opening. Which now, nah, Sky, that we we got on you a little bit last week because I ain't nowhere in the hell they could have known about both. Cause this shit, cause cause wasn't it? Didn't um Bay's wedding came first, and then they found out about Sky's um grand opening. No, Sky's grand opening. Well, let me take that back. You're right. She sent out that little invite shit via speaker after Bay announced she was getting married in two weeks. But the grand opening had been planned prior to Bay deciding she was going to get married before her mom went back to Korea. However, let me say this. The only thing I don't agree with Sky about is nobody owes you that, Sky. Um, you left the shop. You haven't spoken to anybody except for like Donna and Alex or whatever. Just Donna, basically. And so you can't expect people to rearrange their schedules for you when you haven't spoken to them because you could have told the other people um, before you sent out the official invite to the grand opening. You could have, you know, called. You could have called Bay. Um, you could have called the people you fuck with. You could have called them and told them. 
And then maybe Bay would have adjusted accordingly or maybe not, but you would have known. So you not communicating effectively with people you think are your friends. That's pretty much on you, babe. Sorry, not sorry. It is what it is. Nobody is rearranging a wedding when you sent out, you know, an invitation last minute to your, the grand opening of your boutique and life will go on, sweetheart. I hope the boutique is doing well. The clothes are cute. You carrying plus sizes. Come on, inclusion. Yeah, come on. Clap it up. But you just a little overworked. We enjoyed the drama. Don't get me wrong. But you a little overworked about something that was kind of on you more than anybody. So that's that, boo-boo. That's that. However, I was happy. When she walked in and threw that suitcase. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, Scott, listen, I'm telling you, you can say what you want about Sky. She she has been trashed over these, you know, over the years. But at least these, listen, that is one entertaining motherfucker, man. She is reality TV gold. She, uh, you know, no, nah, I was about to give her two minute roses. Never mind. She, I'll, I'll say this, before her reality TV career is over, she might, she just might be up there with New York. Might. She still got a lot of reality TV in her, but before it's all said, she might be up there with New York. Might. But with that said, I was happy that she got in C's ass and made him feel like the piece of shit that he's been because she basically said everything that we've been saying on this goddamn show. Like, you, that girl ain't say nothing about abandoning, abandoning C's. She said, I can do both. I have been supporting you through everything, even against my better judgment sometimes because... I'm I'm crazy as fuck and you a bozo and that's a terrible combination. But whatever, whatever, whatever. And like you just see just flew off the handle and made her feel like she was dumb, made her feel like she was a piece of shit, made made her quit tried to question her loyalty, tried to make her seem like she was small because he wanted it all to be about him. And that's what we've been saying. And she basically said all that, but you know, she said it in sky fashion, which you know, go off. And made him feel like the piece of bitch that he is. So I was happy. Me too. Suffer, nigga. Yeah. You lost a friend besides, you know, behind being a pussy nigga. A bitch-ass nigga. And that's what happens. Do yeah. better next time. When, when you do to not To not support your friends doing something that don't take nothing out your pocket. But could actually, you know, and it could actually help your business. Because she might be, she might have been willing to. Y'all could have put some black ink merch in there, some black ink one pieces, some swimsuits. Right, but you know, C's don't think about that because he. A he don't idiot. think because he's stupid. He's a fucking. Right. His brain fucking, is sizing. a fucking hood rat who can't think beyond a pair of Gucci shoes and a Mercedes. But anyways. Yeah, which you know, Sky accepted his apology. Was she better than me? Because I damn sure wouldn't. But, I know. wouldn't accept the shit. I'd have told right. him to go suck Magic Johnson dick. Yeah. All right. Too far. My bad. Okay. All right, friend. Okay. Just saying. All right. <laughs> Not even his dick. Just go suck his finger with a paper cut. Cause. Okay. All right. All right. Cause you wouldn't have got that from me. You wouldn't have. Get... He don't deserve the kind of grace Sky extended to him. He don't. He really don't. He don't deserve the grace <laughs> that anybody has. Sky, Alex, shit. I mean. To a lesser extent, Donna, like he don't deserve a lot of grace that the motherfuckers give him at all. Hey, speaking, real. Of, speaking of grace, Young Bay in this wedding. Mm, th- listen, I have to quote 
Queen Rihanna in that gif when she said, this is the most ghetto shit I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) If this is what a traditional wedding look like in Korea, baby, just give me some American shit. uh, I have assimilated. Listen, listen, Young Bae's mama was me. Young Bae's mama was looking like, what the fuck is this? Every time, every scene with Young Bay Mama, she was speaking in Korean saying, these people are crazy. I was like, yes, 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 they are. Yes, Mama Bay, yes, they are. I don't know what the fuck your daughter was thinking. I, especially making C's the charge of this shit. I don't know what she was thinking. Um, and then she didn't even show up to the shit, which, um, which I understand, though. Um, because, I mean, but this is why we asked the question last week, like, why Rod wasn't there? And apparently Rod wasn't there because he started to have panic attacks or anxiety or something. Um think because of his father, which also didn't make no sense planning this shit because it's like his dad just died. And yeah, you wanna... she she's not very self-aware. At all. Cause you cause, you know what? Cause at first I ain't gonna lie, the piece of shit in me was as soon as I saw it on the episode, the piece of shit in me was like I don't know if this true Rob might not just want to be in this ghetto shit. But when I thought about it, when I watched it the second time, I probably would if my if my dad passed and then my girlfriend talking about getting married, like damn near like a week or a week and a half after he died. And then my dad wanted to be at my wedding, but unfortunately he couldn't. I probably wouldn't be in the space to be in a goddamn wedding either. So, Bay rushing to get married, yeah, like you said, she's not aware at all, self or partner aware at all. Because you didn't think that your man would be uneasy or something might trigger him about about his dad when his dad just passed like a week and a half ago? Well, not, not even that. Why do, why do you want this man to have a wedding with a bunch of motherfuckers he don't know and none of his family there? You know what? That's a good point too. Cause Rob don't interact with none of them motherfuckers in that shop. That's how I know. And God forgive me, big fish, but y'all gonna have to do better with shit like this. This was a for TV wedding. This was yeah. not the real wedding. None yeah. of Rod family was there. <laughs> none of <laughs> not, nobody outside the shop that Bay knew was there. Bay been in New York for a whole over a motherfucking decade now, and you telling me only people she knows is the people from Black Ink, right? Y'all got to do better with that. If you going to set some shit out, set it out like how Mona did for uh, Yandy and Mendeecee's fake wedding. Right. If you're going to fuck around, fuck around expeditiously. Because this shit... But, and, but, but like I said, and I agree, I think the, the shit for TV... Well, I, the shit for TV was for TV, but when that, re, that real hit in with Rob being like, yo, this ain't it. Like, I, I miss my damn daddy. That was real. And that's why Bay ass wasn't there the whole fucking episode. But everything else, like you said, it was for a big fish, you know, entertainment or whatever. And it's like, y'all got to do better. Tighten up. Tighten up. Because once you really saw it, you could see that shit, like you said, was just for TV. That's all it was. But with that said, (laughs) (laughs) hey, that motherfucking pastor or that pastor, quote unquote, they got to play a pastor. That motherfucker was up there dressed like an inmate. I'm like, what the fuck? You gonna get you gonna get married in CLD, nigga? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Niggas is around there bringing commissary for wedding. 
Hey. I was like, Big Fish, I know you fucking lie. This motherfucker up there looking like Ricky Smiley and Friday After Next. I was like, Big Fish, y'all don't get the fuck out of my face. Hey. Hey, man. Hey, the motherfucker was up there looking like, you know, you know, like when, like when you on the grill, it's somebody that get on the grill at the family function that don't need to be on it, and they grill them damn hot dogs too fucking much. That motherfucker was up there looking like a, a, a charcoal hot dog in a jumpsuit. I was like, nigga. And he, he quoted goddamn verses out the Bible, messing the shit up, not even saying the shit correctly. I was like, if this ain't the most ghetto shit I've seen, you, y'all are going to jail. <laughs> Period. <laughs> This, this, this old, this old blackish wedding. What the fuck is this? But listen, let me tell you something. Again, Sky. Again, Big Fish. We don't care about Tati and Teddy. But let me tell you, I got pleasure and joy from watching Sky object to their little fake ass wedding, a fake ass matrimony. And throwing that goddamn chair, Teddy, I will scream mean. You hear me? Because Teddy a coward. <laughs> Teddy a coward. He's a real fucking coward. You and Sky friends, you and Sky cool, you and you and C's is friends. They ain't even blood related. Um, right. If C's on some dumb shit as your as his friend, you supposed to be like, yo, Sky don't deserve all that. Sky been riding with us for a long time, C's. Like they, Scott really been down for a long fucking time through everything. Scott never turned her back on you. Every time you open a shop, Scott there help you get it set up. This, that, and the third. Teddy is a, a is a yes a yes nigga. Yes, he is. All he Absolutely. do is yes, he's yes, he's tell me what it is. He's okay, sees yes, sees okay, yes. That's just how sees is. Yes, mm-hmm. sees in his bitch ass high pitched voice. Nigga ain't got no bass in his voice. Fat I, bitch. How Teddy like big as two eighty five, but he ain't got no bass in his voice. Help me understand. Like that motherfucker, he how the fuck you built how the book how the fuck you built like goddamn Dumbo, but you got the voice of uh what Piglet? Cause I, was, I, I damn near forgot the damn pig from Wizard of Pooh name. <laughs> but yeah, you know what? Teddy is the sub to Caesar's fake dog. That's what he is. Yeah. Uh, but they rolled that damn clip back of Teddy and Sky. Now, I ain't gonna lie, Sky was on some crazy shit. <laughs> she, for a minute, she was like, nigga, how you gonna marry this? Hey, Sky was like, how you gonna marry this foot looking bitch <laughs> after me and you made this pact that if until I, got, until I got done fucking around and I decided I want your ass, how you gonna break all pack? And they did roll the footage back and them breaking this pack. And Teddy, and Teddy was the one that was eager to agree with the shit. How you gonna break our pack, Daddy? We don't have nobody. Me and you gonna get married. And you gonna marry this bitch who don't do nothing but kiss you and see his ass. And she threw that goddamn shit. I was like, Scott, this ain't some goddamn misery shit. But I was entertained right. as a motherfucker. Mm. I was. I enjoyed. I enjoyed the the episode. And like I said, Big Fish, don't do that plot hole shit. Right. As in the words of Vice President Big Knees, if you're going to fuck around. Fuck around expeditiously. Correct. That was an old just for TV wedding. The, the dresses was ugly. The shit was tacky. 
You the got pastor. that big ass. How you got that big ass mansion and it's it ain't decorated worth a fuck. Y'all ain't getting no wedding planner because you know that she wasn't about to get married. Hey, so, how you? Got, hey, yo, how you got that damn? <laughs> hey, how you got that big ass mansion in the fucking front to look like it was from Goodwill? Big fish, what the fuck y'all doing? Exactly. The fuck y'all doing? The pastor looked like he on crack. What is you doing? What's your, what's your, big fish? Get it together. Speaking of crack. <clears throat> Let's wrap up with Marriage to Medicine, shall we? Uh, whew. Ah, whew. Whew. Yeah, there's a lot here. Friend, I'm going to let you take the lead for this one. <sighs> so, <laughs> I'm, I'm Birdman hand rubbing right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, listen. I want to say this. Simone, that ponytail... Looking mm. nice on you. And then when you skipped over Mariah down to Toya, your same ponytail looked the fuck terrible with them <laughs> overly gel down size. Like, what baby, did you do that yourself? I can feel like I feel like I saw the drawstring on your ponytail, Toya. That shit looked terrible. Simone's looks so good. Mm. Yours looks so done in the kitchen-ish. Mm. But uh it, Toya's look like it was done by her cousin Kiki. Definitely with some pro style gel, mm-hmm. no edge that, control. That, uh, that, gel, that gel that you get at Dollar she looked like she got her ponytail done while her hair was dry, so it didn't slick back good. So they kept putting gel on it. Mm-hmm. Um, let me say this uh, that aside, the ladies look really nice, especially Contessa, Contessa. Contessa and them new titties are sitting, baby. Correct. Mm. I made a point Love to it. write that down. Um, so we're gonna jump right into it. I want to get to um so so well they spent the 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 first part of the reunion focused on um Contessa and Dr. Simone. Yep. Um and Mariah Heavenly and Heavenly. Heavenly and Mariah. And, and then yeah. we got a little bit of quad and Mariah in there. Correct. So Simone and Contessa is a weird beef to me because it feels like she's just inheriting it from Toya because Toya can't go toe-to-toe with Contessa. Okay, we on the same page. I was thinking that myself. Yeah, it like from the show, every time Contessa was about to blow down on Toya, she reverted to that, I don't do drama. I don't got time for this. So it looked like Simone tried to take over because she got that big horse mouth. That bitch looked... <laughs> Hey, you ever seen like the the uh like a dead horse carcass? That's what Simone face looked like to me. You are fucking wrong. <laughs> but um You know what it felt like? You know what it felt like? I agree. It felt like hmm. It felt like when a bully bites off too much that it they can chew, and another bully steps in to try to take up the fight. That's what it felt like to me. Because like you said, Toya can't go toe-to-toe with, with uh, Contessa. And Simone, I don't know what, Simone just, I, she just, she is so aggressive in everything. In a marriage, in a teeth, well, the, in a fashion. One thing I want to say before we, they call Simone in a big-ass lot talking about she don't be drunk. Bitch. Bitch, they roll back all that footage. Bitch, all you do is drink when you out with the girls. All you do is ask for liquor. I want some Hennessy. I want some Crown. Give me a straight up rum punch. Give me this. Who got the vodka? Who got this? Who got? Bitch, you be drunk. You know what? It it reminded me of um. 
I think what annoyed me is when she popped off at Contessa when Andy was the one that said it. Yeah. Bitch, I want you to understand what I'm saying and don't get it confused so you don't get it confused. Bitches, you drunk now? Right. <laughs> I was like, yes, I'm like, if this ain't the most drunk ass sentence I don't ever heard. And also I feel like um uh what it, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of old girl from uh Potomac. What her name? The one with the drinking and the crazy tagline. What her name? Oh yeah. Monique. Uh, Monique. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. But uh but yeah, I agree. It's like whatever energy Toya had, Simone just it, she just transferred it to Toya and she was just in attack mode to Contessa the whole night, really the whole season. I got a I got a little gripe with Andy too because when Simone called Contessa a liar and a fraud. But we saw the whole fucking episode where Contessa went and had to find her dad in the airport because he was so sick and tired that he fell asleep when he got off the plane. The fact that Andy did not step in and correct her and say, Simone, we not going to do that. We saw the episode. We filmed the episode. We know just exact how sick her father is. You don't get to do that. You a professional right. woman with your own family, Simone. You didn't have no business going at that girl's dad and her his health issues and shit. Especially when you could go back and watch the same fucking episode the rest of the world fucking watch. You we trash bitch. Right. That was, was so fucking trash. It really was. Simone's so trash. I don't have no um, I don't have anything for Simone. Right. I dislike her the most out of all the ladies. Right. Uh, me too. Me too. And and I I agree. I was surprised Andy didn't step in. I was I was surprised Andy didn't step in, but then I kind of wasn't because I mean we know Andy a Mr. Bitch who lived for drama. But I was more shocked that Simone even thought that that was okay to like utter out of her mouth. I was like, bitch, what? Who? What? Out? Who? Who or what? Nah. Like, 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 listen, Contessa is better than me. I'll say that. <laughs> Contessa is better than me. Because if if I was a woman, if I was Contessa, I could not promise I wouldn't come, have came across that uh, across that couch. Yeah. Because you can say whatever you want about me. I really don't give a fuck. But you talk about my family or we got to fight. Yeah, we do. And that's just all that is to it. We got to fight. But again, that just shows you how trash Simone is. And it's like, you know what? Also, it, and, I'm, and maybe it's me. You can correct me if I'm wrong. But do it seem like Simone kind of get off on that? Or is it just me? She seemed miserable. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah. But you, you get what I'm saying? It's like some people, like, they kind of get off on being, like, the villain and shit. Yeah, because it gets her more airtime. Because when she wasn't doing that the previous seasons, you didn't see that much of Simone and Cecil. Well, only in the group, only in the group settings, and even then, she had she was kind of in the background. Yeah. If you were to go back and watch the earlier seasons, you you don't know very much about Simone except for that's Jackie's friend. Well. And now what? she the big bad wolf, and we can't stop hearing the big hyena mouth bitch. The big hyena. <laughs> like. <laughs> now that now that she's made a name for herself as being mean and messy, we see her a lot more. Hey, so, hey, the big, big bad guns of Decatur. 
married to orthodontist. <laughs> Woo. But yeah, Simone, girl, fuck you. And That's even all. even her, the whole thing about, well, you you used your surgery as a reason not to come around the girls because you was having beef for Toyoka. Even, regardless, if she don't want to come around the girls, she don't have to. Who the fuck comes around people that they know they will likely end up arguing with? Right. You old bitches. If I know that it's somebody that's always going to be around that I don't like and we're going to end up arguing, guess what I'm not going to do? Show us. Well, right. That's just common sense for people who don't like missing drama. But. but the other part is telling a woman after that that she needed to come around the group and do all of this, that, and the third, three weeks after having major surgery and all this other shit. Um, it's trash. Girl, fuck you. And you a doctor doing all of that. That's right. weird to me. You're a, you're a physician yourself. And you are not respecting this woman's autonomy and her desire to not be around the girls at that moment and to take, you know, moments to heal, not just not just physically, because mentally, because mentally what she went through was a lot too. Can you right. imagine cutting having both of your breasts removed just to avoid having cancer? Whew. Like and 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 I was thinking about that when she said all that shit. And I think even Contessa was like, when you saw Contessa's face, she was like, "Well, damn, bitch, I know you didn't, I knew you didn't like me, but to go to that extreme, really? Yeah, it was, it was, it was a lot. Like, I don't fuck Simone. Suffer. Yeah, bitch. Fuck you, stupid bitch. Horse mouth ass bitch. Get him. Big gums, wide mouth, long neck, having asshole. Bitch. <laughs> oh, split in, split gums, split teeth, asshole. Get them. You need to go to the fucking dentist, bitch. Mm. Wide nose, overbite, having ass, bitch. Fuck you, Simone. I went in a trance talking about you just now, bitch. I had zoned out and was just calling you all kind of shit. <laughs> you, you back with us, friend? God. <laughs> uh, speaking of zoning out, um, <laughs> speaking speaking of zoning out, so um, I, listen, <laughs> Heavenly and Mariah. Uh, listen, let me say this: when 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 Mariah said, <laughs> "Listen, I can't stand Mariah. I really can't." But that motherfucker carry on. She put on for these cameras, boy. When she, when she, when Heavenly said that, I mean, I feel like, I, I feel like she lied. And, oh, uh, and said, um, how do you handle being called a liar? And that motherfucker Mariah said, well, I feel it hurts me so deep because it is character assassination. I was like, girl, uh, is it character assassination or is it facts? It's not that goddamn beat. We got receipts of you lying on this fucking show for it. And you should know because you will produce on the fucking show, Mariah. Like, what you doing? Let me tell you something. <laughs> that is what Karen ass old motherfucker. Mariah boy. is a liar. It rhyme, it go together, it got to be true. We have seen Mariah lie about a lot of shit to the point where she lost her spot on the show for some time. Right. She's just getting back on the show full time. Right. Um, 
Which also, again, like I said, I don't know how the fuck she got some producer credit, but you know, whatever. Well, she helped develop the concept for the show. So that's the thing. So she still gets a check or whatever, but in terms of being on the show, they had to take her off because some of the girls didn't want to film with Mariah for a very long time. Like, I think Quad was one. But let me... For, this, for good reason. Uh, good for Heavenly in that therapy. I know, like, yay, clap, 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 shawty, but we don't give a fuck about that. Well, we is going <laughs> well, we we to get... You know why we here, baby. Um... You and Mariah, first of all, y'all are two sides of the same coin. I will Correct. say that. Mariah is a liar and heavenly. You are a shit starter. Correct. Your whole reason for not liking Mariah, nobody still has nobody still has any idea why you and, and Mariah don't like each other. Well, Mariah has a right not to like you because you always putting her mama in shit. However, you don't, you can't say for sure why you don't like Mariah. She asked you several times. You've never given her a straight answer. So to me, that says to me that if you, when you do shit like that, you want to have an issue with somebody regardless of what they do or don't do to you. And so you need to own that. Also, um, you know what I think? I think it will be, <clears throat> I agree that Heavenly don't really have a reason to be mad at Mariah, but Mariah is an unlikable motherfucker. And if and if Heavenly would just say that and own it, I don't think it would be that bad. But she it's one of those things where she want she don't want to say the truth because it, she think it make her seem like a bad person, quote unquote. But it's like, girl, we we know what you do. Like we, we can't have a worse opinion of you than we already do. So you might as well just say, I don't like her because I think she mean. Now it would be accurate, but it would also be Spider Man pointing Spider Man. Exactly. My uh <laughs> so with like you said, I we can't expect Andy to step in and then go back to being a messy bitch. So he gonna be a messy bitch all the time. Um when Heavenly brought up <laughs> Mariah saying that Damon hit on her mama miss lucy listen <laughs> listen then when they rolled the footage back from the facebook live first of all mariah you and your old ass stroke face ass mammy is too old to be sitting up on facebook live gossiping and going at the girls when the cameras ain't rolling it should not be that fucking deep when bravo stopped filming that should be the end of that fake ass beef y'all be having with each other but right. you and Miss Lucy old ass, instead of having her in rehab so she can get uh, mobility back on the left side of her body, y'all is on Facebook Live talking about Damon hit on Miss Lucy. You know, good motherfucking well Damon ain't seriously hit on your goddamn mama. If anything, he probably complimented her. Like, because you know how men compliment people mamas and shit. Ooh, girl, you looking good now, girl. Is you the mama or the daughter? Which one is it? Like, you know how, Right. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. You right, um, especially being here in that. Uh, listen, let me tell you something. Being I, in the south, right? Men that, in that the south the are very charming, and and they are very like from what I've seen. I'm not gonna say all, oh, but from what I've seen, that is a typical kind of interaction. Like men from the south tend to treat elderly women like with a ton of respect and gas them up and 
You looking good now, Miss Shirley, girl. Now, yep. now you must. But you got a hot day. Where we? When we going out, girl? The like fu- I've. That's how I've seen Southern men interact with like the moms of you know women they know and stuff like that. It's Correct. never. It's never real. It's never real flirt. It's never real flirting. So I just feel like Mariah and her mama doing the fucking most. First she know good and goddamn well ain't nobody trying to knock the cane out that woman pussy. Knock the cane out the pussy. Okay. All right, friend. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> like we know. Miss Lucy around here with a walker with the tennis balls on the bottom of it talking about Damon hit on her. Ciao. Girl. Oh. Please go sit down, Miss Lucy. You ain't even got full control of your jaws back yet. And Heavenly over there is sucking the uh, underbite off Damon Dick. So we... Hey, I you know Damon don't even that everything we said about Southern men is true, but Damon don't even look like the type. Like he just looked like he just quiet and reserved at like to everybody, like at all times. You know what I'm saying? Like he just don't seem like that flirty, typical Southern man type. Because you're right, that is a thing. But he don't even seem like that. He just seemed like he lit, really just mind his business and just. If anybody he gas up like that, like, for real, for real, it's heavenly. Which, I mean, God bless him, but he just don't seem like that type. So I was, I was like, I know, listen, I was like, I know you fucking lying, Mariah. I know you fucking lying, because that's all you do is lie. <laughs> all about to watch your old ass, mama. I'm sorry. All about, like, like, girl, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Whew. But, uh, Speaking of speaking of lies, listen, Mariah and goddamn Quad, Quad, Miss Quad. So let me let's just go ahead and get to it. Like when Heavenly called Mariah a liar, Quad was like, "You do lie a lot now." And I so mean, then if, Mariah if was like, "What do you?" Yeah, and so then they got into it, into it, and yes. the, those rumors. So we saw those rumors months ago about right. Quad supposedly sleeping with Mariah's sister's husband and all this other shit. At first, they said it was going on while she was married to, uh, right. to Greg. But however, now the story has changed, saying that that it's not true. It's happened after the divorce and all this other kind of shit, or the separation, at least, whatever the case may be. Don't believe it. When Andy asked Mariah how she knew, they said her and her sister came to Quad House. Quad had on the the brother-in-law's T-shirt and some of his business cards, and smelled like them. What? It was like, girl, you that is a blatant fucking lie. You and your sister have never been to my fucking house. Because her because quad just fucking moved. Right. It just it don't make no sense. It don't add up. It don't add up at all. And Andy, like, well, why would Mariah expose her own sister and her own brother? And and she said it. She was like, the same reason she was trying to expose me and put my business out there, and I was supposed to be her best friend. Right. And I was keeping her secrets and shit. Right. So here's the thing. Like, I don't believe a lick of it. I'm sorry, not sorry. If your husband got so few t-shirts that you could identify a t-shirt on another woman as his, you y'all got some bigger fucking issues. Like you need right. a trip to Target because y'all t-shirts stink. <laughs> <laughs> Them t-shirts stink. 
Because I'm not even trying to be funny. But if you, if somebody, if I was to see somebody in a t-shirt, even if Mike had the same t-shirt, the first thing in my mind would not be like, damn, why you, that's my husband t-shirt. Like, like they don't make more than one polo fucking shirt. Right. It just don't make no sense. And like, like, and I agree, like, why would, why would Mariah throw her sister if on the bus? And here's, this but, the other part. If, if Mariah and her sister was coming to Quad House, why would Mariah, why would Quad keep that woman husband t-shirt on if she knew that his wife was about to come over there? Right. I, why, uh, again, I say it all the time. If you're going to fuck around, fuck around expeditiously. If Quad were to do some shit like that, that would, like, you don't snitch on yourself. Not even that. Like, again, if she looked, first of all, who the fuck coming? Why would she be having people in her house and she ain't got on nothing but a goddamn t-shirt? Right. Again, it don't make sense. No yeah, lot of it, the, the, the story don't add up. And until the husband himself come forward and say he fucked quiet, I don't believe it. And we just going to leave that where it's at. But, baby, they gave us a lot for reunion part one. And it's, th it's two more parts. It's a three-part reunion. But the second part is not coming back till after the first of the year. I think they said January 5th or January 6th or some shit like that. Let me see. When is the 6th? Because I thought it said it was coming back on the 6th. If so, um, that is a Sunday? So they moved it back to Sundays? Well, I mean, shit, after that reunion here, they might as well, shit, because that was some mess. Well, it's either the fourth, it's either the fourth, fifth, or sixth. I can't remember the exact date, but it's coming back after the new year in the, in the, ooh, it look, ooh, it look lit. It mm. look lit, 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 because Damon and Aiden about to get, oh, hold on. <laughs> we got to bring it back real quick so we get out of here. When Andy said, where's the receipts? Yo! And Mariah said, I'm not bringing it up. I'm not doing this. I'm not. And, and, and Andy was like, okay, but you started this fire. So Yo! what's up? Where's the fucking receipts? You know, that's what get on my nerves about Andy. He pick and choose when to step in. Like, but yeah, you're right. I was like, Mariah. And see, this is why, listen, you listen, you can have issue with Quad all you want. I know, you know, some people don't like Quad. I get it. We all have people that we can tolerate and not tolerate on these fucking shows. But if you expect for me to believe Mariah's story about Quad messing with, with that man when she started a fire and we're talking about, well, I got the receipts and then you, and then when, 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 when put your feet to the fire, you like, oh, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. I can't. I can, but I'm just not. You got me full circle fucked up. You be, want me to believe anything Mariah motherfucker say. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. You got me fucked up. Like you say, until you know that man say, oh, this happened between me and Quad, you know, you know us on this show. Like if we wrong, we'll come back the next week or whenever and retract and correct ourselves. But until I see some some motherfucking proof other than believing fucking the words that come out of Mariah when she can't even produce the receipts that she say that she got. You got me. But when they up. cut to Aiden fat funky ass in that room talking about here go the file. Why are you always knee deep in women's shit, Aiden? Mm. Why are you always knee deep in your wife's bullshit? Mm. You supposed to be a respected doctor. You out here talking about I got the file. 
you corny than a motherfucker, especially because Damon don't bother nobody. So if he cheating on heavenly and peace, mind your fucking business with your <laughs> bacterial meningitis. Don't go to the doctor having ass. Hey, Ada, damn. Hey, Ada remind me of some of those people on Twitter talking about they don't wipe before they shower. You are going to jail. He look. He always look greasy and funky. Hey, Child, fuck you, Aiden, and fuck you, Mariah, because if it was all of that bitch, you'd have been dropped those receipts. And she even admitted that it was hearsay. Right. Well, everything Mariah, everything Heavenly says hearsay, so why can't I? Like, bitch, you don't have nothing. Anyways, yeah, that, when Andy was like, well, you started it, so you need to finish it. He called that whole uh, bluff, and she ain't had nothing for it. Right. And like I said, my only issue with Andy is like, he pick and choose when he want to do that shit. So, and it's like, yeah, he do. And it's like, don't either right. be all the way in or all the way out and call right. either call people on their bullshit or shut the fuck up because you should have called Simone on her bullshit, but you didn't. Right. And so, that was way more egregious. Yeah. So when when it comes back um, in January, uh, we're going to get to see the men. And what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to it. What I'm finding interesting is that um, they cut to, there's a clip where um, Greg says the quad pulled a knife on him. And she says, yeah, after you pick me up and slam me on the floor. So not only Ooh. was Greg cheating on quad, he was physically abusing her. Ooh. So. Ooh. Um, and then we get to. You know what? I'm actually Quad and Greg on stage by themselves without the rest of the ladies and the rest of the husbands. And so um yeah. Also, Mariah, tell him in quad that she's not married to medicine when your husband has some of the worst doctor ratings I've ever seen on the internet. <laughs> Everybody says that Aiden Huck is a terrible doctor in his rating and reviews as a doctor. Say he he has misdiagnosed them several times. He doesn't listen when the patients are trying to tell them what, what is going on with their bodies. So, bitch, you barely married to medicine because Aiden Huck is one more incident away from maybe losing his license some goddamn where. Mm. So, bitch, you should really sit down and uh, put some contact solution in your motherfucking eyes, bitch, since you're wearing colored contacts going into 2019. Okay, bitch, with that quick weave, hoe. That's how I know. That's how I know Mariah's still on the side. I know she's yeah. scamming part time. Ooh, ooh, we didn't listen. I'm sorry, y'all, but shit keep coming back to me. When Quad spilled the tea on Mariah being a cokehead, <laughs> she was like, "You got everything to say about everybody else, but can't keep your nose out that coke." <laughs> I never even did hookah, bitches. A lot of people who ain't never did hookah but do crack. What are you talking about? Crack, crack. A whole bunch of motherfuckers who don't do hookah but do other drugs. I've not so much as smoked hookah. Uh, so, bitch. So, and the fuck? When you had the, when did hookah become a requirement as a gateway drug? Right. I ain't know hookah was a prerequisite. Uh, bitch, get out of here. Oh, runny nose, sniffling and snotting, no sinuses having ass, bitch. You hey, look like you do cocaine and steel. I, so I'm you, I'm with quiet on this one, bitch. I know you over there doing that booger sugar. You took the words right out of my mouth. Listen, color contacts and crack, it go together. I'm just saying. Correct. The mixtape. 
All right. You know what? That's the title of this episode. Color contacts and crack. The mix. (laughs) But, hey, everybody. We are getting up out of here. Happy holidays. Um, Let these last few days of 2018 be good to you. Be good to yourself. Be good to the people around you that are good to you. Let's get ready to go into this new year with a great attitude and know that things might not be easy, but we're going to be alive to trudge through them. We're going to get some happiness. We're going to continue to find joy. We're going to continue to love on people. And we're going to continue to be ratchet and ramble all the motherfucking time about this reality TV because there's some good shit coming back. We're getting Miami back. Um, shortly after Miami, Atlanta should be following. We getting uh Black Ink Chicago back. So we will be good. That is correct. Uh, but yeah, be good to like Candace said, be good to you yourself, yeah. be good to others. Yeah. Um, we'll be back stronger than ever. Uh, we got something special planned for y'all for the last episode of the year. Um, and yeah, so look forward to that. Um, make sure you subscribe to the Patreon. As a matter of fact, I am going to be doing something for it after we record here because I'm free for the day for the rest of the day. So look forward to that. And yeah, we out here. And so <clears throat> also, I would just like to say um, thank you for everyone um that sent me condolences um i shared on social media that one of my cousins um passed away from cancer um fuck cancer uh cancer is a raggedy bitch um but and uh so i thank you all for the well wishes and love for keeping me and my family um uplifted um and also you know it's why i love y'all because uh you know candace said take told me yesterday, you know, you don't have to do the show today. You can take off. But, you know, it's like I'm, you know, after the initial shock, I'm good, and I want to do this for the fans. And um, again, thank you to everybody that's been reaching out. And uh, just cherish your loved ones, because you never know. You never really truly know. Yeah. Yeah, and again, you know, my condolences to you and your family. Lost during the holidays is it's a different type of pain. But we got you. We're going to get you through. Uh, we're going to get these laughs. And, uh, yeah, we're going to go make sure you good going into the new year. Yes. Also, um, y'all still can't cook. <laughs> Just wanted to say it. Christmas Tuesday. Y'all been talking about turkey. It's gonna be a little shaky. <laughs> Felice Navi died. Uh, you know what? On that note, that's yeah. gonna be so tight. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs>